Fire 1200. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. What better gift could you give a friend or a loved one than the gift of freedom? Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite. As a business owner, I can tell you that your company is only as good as the people you hire. Find your perfect candidate today. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. What if your customers could pay every way? Braintree lets you accept all forms of payment, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, just to name a few. To learn more, visit BraintreePayments.com slash fire. What's shaking, Fire Nation? JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Michael Stelzner. Michael, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to ignite. Yes. Michael is the founder of Social Media Examiner, author of the books Launch and Writing White Papers, and the man behind large events such as Social Media Marketing World and Social Media Success Summit. He's also the host of the Social Media Marketing Podcast and founder of the Social Media Marketing Society. Michael, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give me just a little glimpse of your personal life. Well, let's see. I also am the host of the morning social media marketing talk show and um, uh, a million other things that I've probably forgotten in my personal <laughs> life. Uh, I'm a dad. I've got three daughters and, uh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Michael, one thing that I really look at when I see you is like, this is a person that from afar at first was a mentor to me. And then when I moved to San Diego, you were very gracious and generous. And we've had multiple lunches together up near your office in Poway. And I've just really enjoyed like number one, seeing you and your business and how you progress and taking on different challenges throughout the years. And also you taking time to kind of give me advice as I'm navigating my journey with the ups and the downs of being an entrepreneur. And that's why when I was putting together this list of 33 people that I wanted to bring back on EO Fire for this very special segment, uh, you just flew to the top of the list. I mean, not only were you episode three, Michael, you were number three of EO Fire. You were also number 487. And now here you are, episode 12. Well, first I got to say, I will never get to 1200 episodes. So <laughs> congratulations, my friend. <laughs> well, listen, I appreciate that. It's been nothing but hard work. And I really am excited that you're here today to, to join us because we're talking about goals. And as everybody heard from the intro that I just gave you, you're a person that knows how to set and accomplish goals. So can you just take a minute and share with Fire Nation, why are goals important to you? Oh boy. Well, um, you can have a lot of dreams and they'll never be anything but a dream if you don't actually put a plan together. And that's where a goal comes in. And, you know, I learned this the hard way in the early days of my career when I used to work and, you know, do stuff. Uh, I had all these dreams and many of them just would never come true, you know, and it wasn't until I started to understand that you got to have a plan and the beginning of a plan is a goal. And that's the key. That is the key. And that's why when people kept asking me, John, like, what do all of your guests have that is making them successful? Like, what is so special about Michael Stelzner? I said, well, number one, this guy works really hard. You know, number two, he's dedicated to his craft. But then stepping back, I was like, you know, one commonality all my guests have is they know how to set and accomplish goals. And that starts with a smart goal, being very specific, 
measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Now, all of those are important, but Michael, if you could just choose one of those to talk about for a minute, which one would it be? I think the key one is attainable. And um, I'm not sure many people really think about, is it attainable? It's really important to know when you're setting goals, whether you already own a business or you're thinking of starting a business, is this something that can happen and fit within everything else that I've got going on, right? If you own a business, if is adding this going to take my business down? Or said another way, is this going to derail me from the progress that I'm already making if I focus on this? Or if I don't have a business, is this going to kill my personal life? You know, my family life, is my spouse going to hate me? Are my kids going to hate me? So you need to make sure that whatever the goal is, is actually something you can fit in. And if it can't fit in, then something's got to give. And a lot of people don't think about it that way. Momentum is so big when it comes to goals. And that's why actually I stress attainable when I teach you how to set a smart goal within the Freedom Journal is for that very reason that you shared. Because when you start getting that momentum going and you say, hey, I feel like I'm getting like progress on this goal, that's a very winning thing right there. Like you're like, okay, I can do this. But if your goal is not attainable, you're just going to be like, man, like, you know, I wanted to run a marathon next week and I just went and ran a, um, run a mile yesterday and I'm super sore. Like it's never going to happen. Like it has to be attainable fire nation. So Michael, you've set and accomplished a lot of goals in your life. You know, you've had the ups, you've had the downs. Can you tell us one story of a time that you set a goal and accomplished that goal and kind of walk us through what that looked like? Well, I've always in the back of my head, I'm always thinking about, is there a way that I could create content or create media to allow me to build a better relationship with uh, the audience that I want to be in front of? And when I first discovered Blab.im, also simply known as Blab, which is... um Think of it as a as a live uh, interview system, if you will, where there's four squares on the screen and you can have people live. When I saw that, I started thinking to myself, I wonder if I could use this platform to actually do a live talk show, a weekly live talk show. And in the beginning, what I did was I just started dabbling with it and I started testing it out and I started saying to myself, first of all, do I enjoy this? Secondly, is this something that I know will benefit me? Is my audience actually here that I want. And I just started, you know, going on other people's blabs and spontaneously doing blabs. And as I was doing it, I found, you know, by that, in that experimental stage that I, that this was actually something that I enjoyed. So the next thing that I did was I actually decided to do an actual blab and call it a name. And I just called it morning social talk or something like that. And people came and people loved it. So then what I started to do is I started to experiment with, all right, how can I make this sustainable? you know, which is kind of a direct relationship to attainable. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, so I decided to add structure to it and I decided to come up with an outline and then I brought in uh, what I call a sidekick or a co-host. And I have two sidekicks and two co-hosts and over a period of weeks, we began refining and refining until we built a really cool show now called The Morning social media marketing talk show. And now it's a regular part of what we do. It's a weekly live show that's an hour long. And I can tell you that it's one of the most exciting things that I've accomplished. It wasn't part of my plan initially. It kind of, I discovered it, you know, I said, this can patch into what I try to accomplish with my business. And then I said, okay, can I pull it off? And slowly but surely, I ramped up my team. I brought everybody in place. And then I started building systems and training people uh, to do all the little things so that for the most part, I can just kind of show up 
and the show runs itself. And it's been really awesome. I think we've been doing it as of this recording for about four months and we really love it. Yeah. Now you mentioned that word refining of the show. So can you kind of talk about like what your initial vision for that show was, how you started and then all the way up to where we're at right now? Yeah. So in the beginning, I noticed a lot of people on Blab were like a lot of podcasters. They were just blabbing. You know, there was no structure to it. (laughs) So I said, I want this to be actually, I want it to start on time and end on time. It'll be one hour long. There will be, um, you know, so in the beginning it was, it was, it was learning, learning the ebbs and flows of getting people to understand that they're not going to be on very long when I bring on a guest, you know? So over time I had to kind of let guests know ahead of time, okay, you're only coming on for 15 minutes and this is when you need to be on. Or when we bring in someone live, I say, Hey, thank you so much. We've got someone else waiting in the queue to kind of bring, you know, and over time we begin, uh, the audience and me begin to understand how all this works and then eventually deciding what to do with that recording when it's all done. You know, in the beginning, it was, we weren't doing anything with it. Then we were actually embedding the video on our blog and then we were actively increasing the way we promote it. So there's all these little things that we can kind of bolt on. You know, we bolt on the way we promote it. We bolt on the way that we um, structure the thing. And then we ebb and flow, like we cover the, what happened literally this week in the news. So what now what we do is like we had our show this morning and yesterday we met uh, 24 hours before the show and we decided what the topics of the show were going to be. Then we recruited the experts. So I reached out to some of my friends. I said, Vivica, come on and talk about the new LinkedIn mobile app, Vivica Von Rosen. And then I said, um, um, forgetting his name, come on and talk about Snapchat. Um, and you know, what's cool is we've gotten this relationship with all these experts and all the different social platforms and on a dime. Now we can call them and they agree to come on the show and it, and they're like our correspondents, you know? So it's created this really awesome show vibe and we get hundreds of people on there live every week. One thing that I've really admired about you is how you spotted opportunities. Then you kind of go into discovery mode where you get in there, you really just learn, you immerse yourself. And one way that you did this in the past handful of years was with live events. I mean, you would go to New Media Expo and Blog World and, and you'd be there and you'd be hanging out doing your thing and speaking and doing that. And then, you know, what was it, I think four years ago now, you launched the first social media marketing world here in San Diego, which Fire Nation, I'm actually going to be speaking at this coming April. So definitely make sure that you come and check this out. And you've been there all, you will have been there all four years too. All four years, which I'm so honored by. So thank you for that. And it's such a great event. And from day one, it was like, okay, this is the first year of this event. And this was, again, obviously four years ago, but it was already like, this is best in class. Like, this is the event that other events have to model themselves after. So how do you do that? Just start with a bang with what you do. I mean, I think that's one thing yeah. that a lot of people miss out on is they launch so poorly. Well, the key is the key is to always watch and always keep your eyes open, especially in different industries. So, you know, the, there's always other industries that seem to do it better than our industry, whatever your industry is. Maybe you can notice how people do things in different spaces and say, huh, even though that's got nothing to do with my industry, I like what they're doing here. I'll take a little bit of this. I'll take a little bit of that, mix it together and create something that's totally original and unique for my industry. So whenever I see something I like, I kind of bookmark it in my brain or in a document. And, and, and then we decide, okay, what is attainable? What can we do? How can we be the best? And um, we know that experience is what it's all about. So with our event, we want to create an experience that's second to none. So we're always like trying to figure out how to do that. 
And, um, you know, I, I'd been to a lot of conferences. I knew that most of them kind of sucked, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there was no organization, no structure, no lack of communication. The parties were horrible. So I just decided I'm going to, I'm going to bring my strength to this space, which is experience and communication. And those two things combined with many years of relationships, bringing all the superstars in one place created kind of the super experience for people. So, Michael, how does it feel when you've accomplished such a massive goal like that? Like now you're coming on your fourth year of social media marketing where you're, you're going to be standing on stage. And, and what's your goal for this year? Is it 2,500 people? Uh, 3,000. 3,000 people. It's like a dream come true, really. I mean, it, it feels awesome. But I will tell you, I am a workaholic, as I'm sure you are, John. And you know what happens once we finish something? We immediately start the next thing. Isn't yep. it true, John? It is true. And that's why I say, Michael, can you please invite me to lunch in Poway sometime soon so you can kind of talk me through how I can survive being a workaholic? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it feels awesome to accomplish stuff. But um, entrepreneurs are never satisfied. Never. And you know what? That's why we're entrepreneurs. And that's why we're successful. We're always striving for the next big thing. So it is an awesome experience and the experience only lasts for a little while. And, um, it, you know, the success drives more success and you just want to keep growing. And that's why I've always resonated with this quote by Earl Nightingale is that success and happiness is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. Like it's not just getting to the finish line and saying, okay, like I've made it, like I'm coasting for the rest of my life now. It's like, no, like you are gradually realizing something that is very special. Like I recently had Joe Polizzi on the show and something that I was just so happy for him is that he has like this mission for life. Like he mm-hmm. has a son with autism that he talked about on the show. And so he started the Orange Effect Foundation. And he said, this is something that I'm gonna be passionate about till literally the day I die. And being an entrepreneur, I know there's nothing better than having something you can be so passionate about till the day you die. And the lives he's gonna change, it's just so inspiring to see. So it's that gradual journey of that worthy ideal Fire Nation. So Michael, you have a lot of strengths. I want to talk about one of those in a second, but what would you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I think perfectionism is my biggest weakness. And I think um, hopefully a lot of people can relate to this problem. Oftentimes, um, you know, I'm not a one-man show anymore. There's, I don't know, 47 people in my company now. And the challenge that I face is, and anybody who does grow their organization is going to face this, you know, you do things really well. That's why you're successful. But when you start bringing on others to um, grow the business, you have to accept less than perfect. You know what I mean? Because otherwise you won't grow. And it's a real struggle um, wanting perfection because perfection takes time. And sometimes when things take too long, they don't get done. And when they don't get done, you don't grow. So accepting less than perfect is one of my big struggles. What would you say your biggest strength is? Strategy. You know, on Strength Finders test, that's my number one thing. And I think you know this having talked to me, John. I think I got a strategic mind. It's a gift, I think, you know, and I can just kind of see things and connect things together in, a, in an interesting way and help people kind of come up with ways to, to solve problems. And uh, it's, it's definitely been, a, 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 you know, one of the things that served me well. It's even just how you said it, strategy. It's like you know that this is like one of your huge strengths and you're so good at it and you just thrive in it. I mean, you are 
that strategist. I mean, in a lot of ways, you know, you're behind that curtain in Oz. Like you're pulling the strings, you're making things happen. Yeah, but hopefully I'm a little better than the dude behind the yeah. curtain. Oh yeah, yeah. And you <laughs> prove that every year with your killer keynote, brother. But I get it. No, you're right. It, it is all about, it is all about, uh, I I kind of feel like I'm, um, oh man, I can't remember the guy's name, but I feel like I'm like this, 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 uh, there was this movie with Harrison Ford where there was a train wreck and he was a doctor. Do you remember the movie I'm talking That's about? vague, yeah. And well, anyways, this, this guy gets up there and he's all, all right, I want you to set up a 10 mile perimeter and I want you to do this, 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 go. You know what I mean? I feel like that sometimes, you know, everybody needs someone to come with a plan and get it done. And that inspires strength and confidence. And, and, and that's what I enjoy doing. So true. And we'll link that movie up, Fire Nation. I can't the show remember notes. what it's called. It'll come to me. <laughs> what is one thing, Mike, that you are just mucho fired up about right now? You know, uh, I'm 47 and I just literally am three days into Snapchat and I'm loving it. Do you? I love connecting with millennials. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm Snapchat stories are really cool. And what I'm doing is I'm actually capturing little segments of a day in the life of me and just posting them on Snapchat and then downloading those videos and uploading them to Facebook where I have a larger audience, but I'm actually really enjoying Snapchat. I never thought I would. And I'm kind of fired up about it and its potential. And I recently heard there's 6 billion video views a day on Snapchat, John. Unbelievable. I mean, Gary Vaynerchuk is obsessed with it. So I always try to listen to him. But, you know, here I am, 36. I'm actually, the last year that you're considered a millennial is actually how exactly what I am. I'm like the ending cusp of the millennials. And I've still never even once looked at Snapchat or done a Snapchat. So like, why? What's up with it? Six billion video video views a day should should clue you in. Something is yeah, up there. Something's um, going on. I will tell you very simply. Um, it is it is a, a live consumption model that expires in twenty four hours. Uh, you've got major publishers like CNN and many others that are creating original content every day just for this platform, and it sucks you in because you know if you don't look, you're going to lose it. Right. And the activity and engagement is off the charts. Wow. Okay. You sold. Doesn't Give take it a much. Try. Doesn't take much for me. And Fire Nation, you're going to be getting some gems, some value bombs galore like this in the Freedom Round. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. I remember the first dollar I made here at EO Fire. It's a beautiful thing when your customers want to pay you. But finding the right payment integrations can be tough, especially when you're serving a worldwide audience. And when it comes to monetizing your business, the last thing you want is trouble accepting online payments. Have customers who don't use credit cards or who would simply prefer to pay another way? Great news. With Braintree, your customers can pay you every way. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payment, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, and more. You can even accept payment in over 130 currencies. All it takes is one integration. That means as your company grows, Braintree will stay by your side from your first dollar to your billionth. All it takes is a couple lines of code to get started. So what are you waiting for? To learn more about how your business can grow with Braintree, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. That's braintreepayments.com slash fire. As an entrepreneur with a team of six, I can tell you that building a strong team is an integral part to your business's success. Without the right support at the right time, you could find yourself so overwhelmed that your progress comes to a screeching halt. We don't want that. But where can you go to find qualified candidates? We all know that posting your job in just one place isn't enough. 
Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you don't have to sweat it. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites with one single click. Once you post it, you'll be instantly matched to candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses and you can try it now for free. Find your perfect candidate before they go to someone else. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire to get started. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Mike, are you prepared for the Freedom Rounds? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you feel that most entrepreneurs fail to set SMART goals? I think that they are um, afraid to fail. And um, a lot of people have this little voice in their head that says, "Uh, you know what? I can't do that anyways. And, um, or if you do it, you know, you're going to, you, it's not going to work. You're going to look like an idiot. So I think the fear of failure starts, stops people from even starting to plan a goal. What's the most important action that entrepreneurs can take once they set a goal? Talk to your f- peers. I was going to say friends, but really your peers, your industry peers and say, Hey, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? And talk to a bunch of them. Because just that soundboarding process can be very valuable and, and, and can inspire you or can stop you from making a stupid move. What's one action that you take daily that brings you closer to your current goals? I actually put time on the calendar for myself. Every day I schedule time slots for me to do things. And I literally assign a meeting with myself and a task every day. And it blocks my calendar so that when that time comes up, boom, I get a reminder and this is what I need to do. How important is accountability when setting goals? Very important. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a question mark at the end of that? (laughs) No, I mean, it's a simple answer. It's super important. I mean, in the end, if you don't, um, if if you don't either hold yourself accountable or have someone hold you accountable, you're going to slip and then eventually you're going to move on to other things. And in this world of social media where there's always something vying for your attention, you know, if you don't have something to pull you back, then you will lose focus and not accomplish your goal. Is there a book that you've read in the past 10 years that would help Fire Nation in their journey of setting and accomplishing goals? This year, I read a great book by Rory Vaden called Procrastinate on Purpose. Have you heard of that book, John? Yeah, I've actually had Rory on to talk about it. It is an awesome book. And the idea is to, is to basically put off the things that are not critical right now and um, they'll pop back. And, and, I'm, and I'm overly simplifying it, but it is a brilliant book. Um, Rory's going to be teaching a workshop on this actually at Social Media Marketing World. I'm very excited about that. Procrastinate on purpose. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teen up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Mike, this is the last question of the Freedom Round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What goal would you set on day one? And what actions would you take on the next seven days to accomplish said goal? Okay. First and foremost is I would go somewhere and I would buy internet access, okay? <laughs> and I don't know how much that would cost, but let's just say it's uh, 50 bucks a month or $100 a month. Um, then what I would do is I would use a live casting platform like Periscope or Blab or Facebook Live, which is now rolling out to all yeah. users, by the way. And I would begin broadcasting live and building an audience and, and showcasing whatever little expertise that I have. And I would save all the rest of my money. And I would simply just use the money to pay for the internet and I would use my brain and my voice 
to build an audience. And then over time, once I build a loyal audience, then I would begin the process of building a business. Boom. You heard it from Michael Stelzner, Fire Nation. And I want to end on Fire Mike with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. You can email podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com, which comes right to my inbox. And this is the first time I've ever released that on a show that's not my own. Podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. Just say you listen to me on John's show. (laughs) And what's that parting piece of guidance? Oh, the parting piece of guidance. That part is (laughs) wonderful. Um, You know, there's this great quote that I'm pulling up on my computer right now. And it says, uh, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication by Leonardo da Vinci. So how can you make it simple for your life? How can you make it simple for your audience? How can you make it simple for your business? That is not easy. If you can figure that out, you are extremely sophisticated and you will be successful in your business. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And if you hang out with people like Mike and quotes like that and JLD, you have the heat turned all the way up. So head over to eofire.com. Just type Mike in the search bar or Michael or Stelzner and his show notes page will pop right up along with the other episodes he's done on EO Fire, again, including episode three. And of course, I want you to go directly to social media marketing uh, podcast, which he has, which is a killer podcast. The other things that we've mentioned will also be linked up. If you're in San Diego in April or you're thinking you need a vacation in April, come to San Diego. Come see me speak at Social Media Marketing World. Come see Mike Keynote Social Media Marketing World. It's going to be an amazing event. And Mike has never given his direct email out on a show that's not his own before Fire Nation. So don't make him regret it by not emailing him. So you want to email him podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. It's going to go directly to Mike. Say hi, say Fire Nation says what's up. And Mike, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey on Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Congratulations on 1200. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? The Freedom Journal is a gorgeous, leather-bound journal awaiting you at thefreedomjournal.com. Ignite! 